Hey guys, welcome to the Property King podcast where we help you with any real estate questions, financial tips, and other topics to help you with your financial goals. My name is Ramon King III, or RK for short, and in this podcast we'll discuss common real estate or financial questions to help you out. Occasionally, we'll also talk to experts in finance and other fields. In this episode, we'll be talking about selling your property during the time of pandemic. Is it still a good idea now? Can I still make a profit? Or will I just end up with a loss if I sell my property now? These are the questions we'll have to answer throughout this episode. So quite recently, we've been encountering a lot of inquiries from different people across social media asking us about this topic. You know, if it's still a good idea to sell their property now. I guess this stems from the fact that we're encountering such a financial difficulty because of this pandemic. You know, a lot of businesses have been closing down. A lot of people are being laid off from their jobs. And this, you know, uh, results to a loss or, you know, a decline in their income. And because of this, if you're paying monthly amortizations through the bank or through the developer, depending on where you are in terms of your investment in real estate, okay, you'd be affected. And for the most difficult ones, the most difficult cases, they're forced to really give up the property because they are unable to continue with the payments. So as a solution to this problem, you know, you might want to sell the property, you know, just to recover your investment or a portion thereof, right? But is it really a good time to sell right now? For the most part, in general, I would say no, okay? Because the market right now is a buyer's market. It's not a seller's market, meaning there are more sellers than there are buyers, okay? Again, we go back to the law of supply and demand. If there is more supply than the demand, then the price would have to go down. That is the case for the Philippines right now, for the Philippine real estate economy, okay? So if you're forced to sell your property now, you can expect not to be able to reach, you know, the market value of the property prior to when, you know, the pandemic hit. In fact, you can even expect a loss, especially if you invested quite recently, like in the past two or three years, if your property hasn't appreciated that well yet. And you're still in the process of paying your amortization with the developer, then the offers that you might be able to get, if there are any, would be just to return what you have invested or what you have paid for. And you won't be able to get much offers that would yield you a very decent profit. Okay, so that's the reality on the ground right now. So, my advice to you guys if you want to sell your property right now is if as long as you can do something about it i mean if you can hold on so let's say for a year another year without having to sell your property please do so because if you sell it now then you you'd have to take a loss or just break even on the property and i guess that's that wasn't the reason why you decided to invest in the first place right so there you go so what are the remedies that you can do if you're in a tight financial bind right now, you can opt to you know, borrow money from your relatives, from your close friends, just to stay afloat, 
especially if the monthly amortization is not that big and the lump sum or the final balance is not yet due, okay? If you're buying something or if you're invested into pre-selling property with a developer, you can talk to your developer right now and ask for a restructuring of your payment plan. Um, if they can allow you to lower your monthly amortization and possibly extend your payment term uh, because most developers are also encountering delays in their construction due to the pandemic okay so there's a limited number of people that are allowed to you know go at the construction site even the working hours even the deliveries of the equipment all of these are being delayed okay so they might be able to extend your payment term or even offer you a lighter payment term to be able so that you can actually you know withstand and the the pressure that they are currently experiencing from from this financial difficulty that you're in okay so if you can talk to your developer try to renegotiate your payment term ask for restructuring okay if you can stretch your payment term for another year or two that would be great and if they can offer you lighter monthly amortizations to help you with this pandemic then by all means do so you would be surprised you'll never know they might grant your request so there's no harm in trying just reach out to your agent or if your agent is no longer with the company then go directly to the developer send an email call them reach out okay now if your property has been finance through the bank already if you already have a mortgage then it becomes extra tricky because you're already paying interest on your loan and the banks are not as forgiving as the developers okay since most of the properties that are already on a mortgage are already turned over or ready for occupancy the bank would not be as negotiable as opposed to the developer who's selling pre-selling properties at the moment okay so what you need to do is to, to talk to your bank again there have been laws that have been enacted i think there were two laws earlier last year that allowed for restructuring of your or it gives you not really restructuring but it gives you a reprieve you know from paying your your monthly payments to the bank for your mortgage it allows you certain grace periods i'm not really entirely sure how many months were given i think three months for the first one the bayanihan hilas one law i think and then there was another one at the latter part of the year that they enacted that they passed into law so take advantage of those okay but the thing is they'll just you know extend your payment term but they'll be charging you interest on that so essentially what will happen to your monthly payments is that it will actually increase your monthly amortization will actually increase because they will add on interest for the months that you weren't able to pay so please bear that in mind it's not actually given the reprieve or the grace period is not given to you for free without interest they actually charge interest for that so be wary of that okay try to understand and calculate how much interest you need to pay now if this is not available to you even if you restructured your loan or you restructured your payment term with a developer and the monthly payments you know you still can't afford it because you lost your job or again your your business is not doing very well then you may have to consider selling your property so when you sell your property 
the first person that you should talk to is the one who sold the property to you. Okay? Your broker, your licensed broker, or your licensed salesperson. May it be in the in-house team, if it's through a developer, or the secondary market, if it's through a licensed salesperson or a licensed broker. Okay? Talk to them. Ask for their help. Um, ask them what's the market rate for your property right now. And ask them the deals that are being consummated, that are being sold. Okay? How much are they going for? Because there's a difference between what you want your property to sell for, the price, as opposed to what a, what at what rate or at what price the property is actually selling for. So ask for similar properties, ideally in the same building where you bought, how much is, is it selling for on a per square meter basis, okay? And for the specific unit type, if let's say invested in a studio or one bedroom, ask the price for that studio or one bedroom, okay? More or less, you have an idea of how the market is responding in terms of pricing, okay? So be ready for very low offers because the buyers right now, the investors, their mindset is that you're selling because you need the money. It's a fire sale, okay? It's a distressed property, and they will take advantage of that. And that's the nature. That's the nature of how you know these things fall into place, it's how the market works and you don't have to take it out against them because i guess if you were in their position you would do the same thing right if you have enough cash and you're looking to shop for properties now and look for good deals you would probably do the same thing okay so that's the reality on the ground uh, just manage your expectations at the very least if you're able to earn something out of it like maybe gain 10 percent, 20 percent, 30 percent then that's better than nothing, right? From That's better from losing your entire investment from the bank taking the property away from you or from the developer forfeiting your payments, you know, and you're just able to get a refund depending on how long you've been paying the property. Because we have this Maceda law that protects you if you're investing uh, on an installment basis with a developer, Okay. Uh, but uh, that's that's for another topic that we need to discuss on another episode because it's way too long for this one. So I guess that's about it. Okay, when when you do decide to sell your property, do not be emotional about it. Be as objective as you can. Try to talk to not just your original agent. I mean, the one who sold you your property. Okay, who sold the property to you. But talk to as many agents as you can, as many licensed salespersons and licensed brokers because the more people who market your property, the more chances of you getting a better deal, right? And you have that leverage to choose between different offers as opposed to just having one broker and getting only a few, one or two offers, okay? So it makes sense to talk to more people Take advantage of social media. As a unit owner, as a property owner, you have your right to sell your property on your own, okay? You can also do that. You can market it in social media. There are different websites that you can go through, like uh, Lamudi, Plenty Carousel, okay? Where you can list your properties online and uh, try to get potential brokers, you know, to market your property or even the buyers, you know, who would inquire, to you directly for your property. So now that we've answered, you know, the questions that were sent to us in social media, it's time to talk about the prevention, okay? 
how do you prevent this from happening to you? Let's say you're a potential investor in real estate. You have the funds right now, okay? You're in a good position to invest in real property, in real estate, okay? And you want to take advantage of the opportunities that are available to us now in the real estate market. What are the things that you should look out for so that if this happens again, and again, it will definitely happen. I mean, recessions are cyclical. Um, in our case, it happens almost every 10 years, okay? More or less, almost every 10 years, we have uh, a recession that we encounter, specifically here in the Philippines, and I would say globally as well. But uh, yeah, it's the reality. It's inevitable. It's going to happen. So how are you going to prepare yourself in order to you know, mitigate the effects of a recession? So you're not forced to sell your property at a time that you don't want to in the worst possible time that you can sell, okay? So first is establishing your emergency funds. You've all probably heard about this concept wherein you have to store about six months of your monthly income in the bank, something that's very liquid that you can access anytime, okay? You can withdraw anytime in any case of emergency. May it be a health emergency, a family emergency, a loss of job, or problems with your business, you can draw from this emergency fund to you know to survive for the next six months. Okay, that's how it's supposed to be, right? Of course, um, you would have to get insurance if you if you have health insurance for each and every member of your family. That would be great, and also have life insurance to protect your income, especially those who are earning within your family. You need to protect that income so in the event, knock on wood, something happens to that person, okay, uh, you will still receive income or, you know, the insurance money, the proceeds from the insurance to, you know, to help the family stay afloat for the next couple of years, hopefully. Or if it's a big enough amount, maybe set for, not for life really, but but uh, for a longer period of time until such time that maybe your kids graduate from school, they'll have enough money to spend for schooling and have, you know, a better chance at life. Sorry, I digress. Going back, you need to set aside emergency funds. And what this pandemic has taught us is that six months might not be enough. It might not be actually enough because this pandemic has been lasting, I don't know, has been going on for for quite some time now, right? It's, it hit us last March of 2020. Currently, we're now in February. It's almost a year. And if you lost your job last March and you only had, uh, let's say, six months worth of emergency funds and you haven't found another job right now or you didn't find other sources of income, then how are you supposed to survive, right? And... On top of that, ap apart from your living expenses, if you invested in property, then that's another problem because the monthly amortizations will still be there. The banks and developer will still be there, will still be following you up on a monthly basis, collecting these payments from you. So you need to be able to set aside more than six months. My realization is at least a year. So that gives you ample time to you know, recalibrate, re-strategize, find another job, 
or if you, if the job market is really bleak there's not a lot of opportunities out there maybe you can start your own business an online business right or you can learn another craft another skill that's in demand right now that there's plenty opportunities for so having that one year emergency fund might be just enough for you to get your feet back on track and for you to be able to cope with the change in circumstances in your life okay so this is a realization for me and i I guess some of you might agree with me with this and one thing is for sure a lot of the filipino investors that were hit by this problem were not ready with even six months emergency funds are the people who weren't exposed to financial literacy lessons you know because sadly here in the philippines we don't have that you know in schools it's not being taught you know in in elementary in high school even in college you know personal finance is not part of our curriculum and it's very sad in in my personal experience i had to learn it the hard way when i was working i used to spend what i earn in the first couple of years i don't know maybe first five years of my career i would use to spend more than what i could you know generate what i can earn and i ended up you know living in debt and that really haunted me for a couple of years until such time that i sought help from a personal finance coach you know i'm very very grateful to coach randall chongson because he was my mentor back then and he really taught me how to cut down on my expenses really you know identify what are the wants from my needs you know spend less than what i earn okay and that uh, an upgrade in your income doesn't necessarily translate to an upgrade in your lifestyle or the way you spend your money okay so you need to invest in yourself first secure your income put money aside for emergencies and if you can try to diversify your income don't just rely on one source of income but have multiple income streams so that when a pandemic hits or when a recession hits us you're you're equipped with more tools you know more resources you know more skills to be able to survive the pandemic and even thrive during the pandemic because again if you have more income you can take advantage of the deals that are you know abundant especially in real estate right now so that's about it for today's episode thank you so much for listening thank you so much for your support again this is rk from property king your host for this show we are live on instagram at propertyking.philippines and facebook at propertyking.ph send us a message in our website as well www.propertyking.ph and you can also send us some questions or if you have any topics you want us to discuss in the next episodes of this podcast please feel free to do so finally please share this to your friends relatives colleagues co-workers exes so that you know they'll learn about real estate investments and other relevant information so that we can all be wealthy together thank you and goodbye